finishes the discussion, trying to figure out why Beishamah changes Shita in our Mishnah when the Shemeris Yovam's, about the Shemeris Yovam's Nechosim in the when she's alive and when she dies. Why? The different halachas when she's dead. Then we discussed the last phrase in the Mishnah that says that she's, once they do Yivam, she's Ishtay Lecholdover. What does that mean? And we have a new Mishnah that tells us, the famous halacha by Yibam, that the mitzvah is big gadol. The oldest one has the chiv. What are the ramifications of that? What happens if you have an older brother that wants to chalitza or a younger one to do Yibam? Which one's more important? And whether we do Yibam today. Or today meaning even the times of the Gemara. And now we're going to have a third and a fourth explanation. Why Beishamai hold that the Shemer Shelfim's Nechassim have a different halacha once she dies? Abai tells us that the Reisha, when she was alive, is when she got the Nechassim, when she was already a Shemer Shelfim. And the Seifa was talking about while she was still married. Right? Beisham, Rashi explains that Beishamai holds that the wife is always one level down from her husband. Therefore, when... He dies, and she's up for a zika. Now, she has the same level, because she doesn't have a marriage with the Yavim. She has only a zika. But still holds that wife has the same share of the Nechassim, and therefore, when she has a zika with someone, that's a little less. Abai holds, Yadoi ki yado. His hand's like her hand. However, Rava asks, if she only got the Nechassim while she was still married, even Ms. Hill would agree that the Yerushe Habal should get the Nechassim. That his Yad is stronger than hers. Her family. Elamai Rava gives a fourth reason why the Shita changes after changes after she dies. Both cases are talking about in the Reisha and the Seif of our Mishnah when she gets the Nechassim as she's a Shemer Shavim, when she has the Zika already. But the Reisha was talking about where she had not Done Mimer. And the Seifa was where the Yavam did do Mimer with her. And Rava holds that according to Beishamai, Mimer makes her a Vadaya Russo and only Suffolk Nisua. She's 100% engaged and maybe even a little married. She is a Vadaya Russo enough to potter her Tsaras. And she's a Suffolk Nisua to make this Yavam divide, have rights to divide her Nechassim. And it was said in the name of Reb Elazar, like Rava. The Reb Elazar holds like Rava. And Reb Yoisi holds, Reb Yoisi Reb Hanina holds like Abaye. Problem is, does Reb Elazar really hold that Beshama Shita is that Mimer makes a Vada Yarusa and makes her Suffolk Nesua? It doesn't seem like it holds that Mimer makes a woman a Suffolk Nesua. Abelazar says that Maimer, according to Beishamai, is not koine. All it does is patra the other tsaris. So the Gemara says, oh, you have to sw- switch the shitas. The taka Abelazar doesn't hold like Rav heels like Abaye. Or alternatively, we can answer that Abelazar says, I only hold of Maimer insofar that it doesn't require a get, but you still would need chalitza. That connected they are. I wasn't talking about the Choshem Mishpat aspect of the Nechassim. I was just talking about the Ishos of Maimer. Rav Papa, in the next step of the Gemara, tells us that our mission is actually Meduik like Abaye. Because it says that the Nechassim and the Nechassim that come from her. That's the Lashon, the Mishnah. What does it mean, Nechassim? 
And what does it mean the Nechassim that come from her? L'chayr is talking about. The Nechassim that come in from the Rishos HaBaal and go out from the Rishos HaBaal to the Rishos of her family, to the Rishos HaAv. Ah, you said, why not just argue on the Nechassim themselves and not the Paris? And then she could still be alive. And Nechanami will say that the, the Machlekes is while she's still alive and only on the Paris. Now, in the last step of the Mishnah, we said that if they do Yibum, she is to him a f- complete wife. What's this halacha coming to teach us? Yosef Achanina says, well, if they want to get a divorce, they can get divorced. And if they want to remarry, they can remarry after getting divorced. Well, isn't it obvious that they would need a, a get for a divorce? What's the Chiddush? Because I might think, since the Pasuk by Yibum says, I would think that the only way that they can separate is with Chalitza, not with a get. They would separate with a get. Once they do Yibum, Chalitza is not a way of separating them. Well, wouldn't it be obvious, says the Gemara next, that they can remarry? Why would they not be allowed to remarry? Well, I might think, that the only reason why he was allowed to marry his sister-in-law was because of the mitzvah. But once he does that, if he divorces her, she goes back to a state of being a sister-in-law. And as Usher, Kamash Malan, she's a wife. And if he divorces her, she is now a regular woman. She doesn't go back to the din of, of being in a shazach. The Gemara says, why not? Taka sounds pretty Usher, no? No, we learn it from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, isha. Once he takes her as a wife, she is ke'ishtoi for everything. Now we said that she is 100% his wife, except for the ksuba component, which will not be paid by the current husband. It will be paid by her first husband, the brother's nechasim. Kumar says, why? Well, there's a pasuk that says, Asher hiknu However, if the first brother's nechasim do not cover her ksuba from the second brother, the second brother must pay it off because we don't want it to be easy to divorce. The husband shouldn't just, you know, fall into a bad mood one day and write her a get. He should realize, oh, this is going to cost. I'm not sure why we would pay from the first brother until that point, if there is the funds. I don't know. Okay, now we have a new mission that tells us that the mitzvah of Yibam falls to the oldest brother. If he does not want to do it, then we go to the other brothers. If they don't want to either, then we go back to the God and we say, look, this is your mitzvah, either do chalitza or yibum. If there is a katan in the family, he's nine, ten years old, and they say, hey, let's just wait till he, gra- till he grows up. Or, look, yeah, I know we have the, the gadol, is, he's in Japan, he's, he's overseas. Or if there's a brother that's a cherish or a shaita, let's wait till, till he heals or regains his sanity. We don't listen to them. We do the mitzvah as soon as you possibly can. You do chalitza or yibum. We turn to the oldest brother and we say, this is your mitzvah. Let's do it. Zak the Gemara. If we have the option of a katan, meaning a younger brother doing yibum, or the oldest brother doing chalitza, which one do we do? One says, it's better to do yibum with a younger brother. And the other one says that the best is, the ikr is the oldest brother, even if he'll do chalitza. The one who says that yibum with a katan is better, with a younger brother is better, because the, the ikr mitzvah is yibum. The one that says the chalitza with the gadol is better because he holds that the the yibum done with a younger brother when there's an older brother available is nothing. Now we learned in the Mishnah that if the oldest brother doesn't want to, then we turn to the younger brothers to do yibum or chalitza. What does it mean that he, the oldest brother doesn't want to? It doesn't mean he doesn't want to do yibum, but he, do, he will do chalitza. And that means we're going to turn to the younger brothers to do yibum. That sounds like the younger brother doing yibum is better than the bachar doing chalitza. The Gemara says, no, no, no. It means the oldest brother doesn't want to do chalitza or yibum. 
so, so that, that would mean the same thing by the brothers. By the, when the younger brothers, when it says that they don't want to, it means they don't want to do chalitza or yibum. Well, why do we go back to the oldest brother? If none of them want to do yibum, we trickle down the line. Let's stick with the younger brother and let him do chalitza. The Gemara says, no, Lemaisa, the Iker Mitzvah is on the oldest brother. Therefore, even if no one's doing yibum, the oldest brother should be the one to do chalitza. Next, the Mishnah said that if there is a cotton in the family under bar mitzvah, and say, oh, don't wait for him to, to grow up, but if you hold like the shita, that yibum for a cotton is better than an older brother doing chalitza, why don't we wait for the younger brother to grow up? Maybe he'll do yibum when he gets older. And Lemais, you have the same question about the Godol being overseas. Maybe he'll come back and do yibum, and you won't have to do chalitza here. No, because we do not push off a mitzvah. You have a chance to do a mitzvah, you do it. Rav Asher Weiss explains that all the different terminologies in Chazal, they actually mean different things in Chazal. They mix them up, but they mean they have their own kavim, what they, what they each mean. There are those that say when it comes to Yibum, everyone agrees that it's better for a Koton to do Yibum than, a, than the oldest to do Chalitza. The whole Nehmechlekes is by the Chalitza of a Koton. Meaning you have Chalitza of a Koton and Chalitza of a Godol. And Rabbi Yochan and Rishu disagree. One says, it's better to do Chalitza with a Godol. And the other one says, you could do Chalitza with a Koton just as well. Why would Chalitza of a Godol be better? Because that's his mitzvah. The one who says that you could do Chalitza with a younger one that's only the only reason why the gadol should come first is for yibum, but for chalitza they're all in the same playing field. Now we learned in the Mishnah that if the oldest brother does not want to to do yibum or chalitza, I'm sorry, if all the younger siblings do not want, the younger brothers do not want to do yibum or chalitza, then you go back to the oldest brother. Lachera, the younger brothers were turning down yibum, but they would do chalitza. But you say that you should still go back to the gadol. You see that there's a Milo of the Godel doing Chalitza over the younger brothers doing Chalitza. The Gemara answers that that's Lavdafka. It says that they don't want to. It means that they don't want to do Chalitza or Yibum. Therefore, you go back to the oldest brother and say, hey, nobody wants to do Yibum or Chalitza. This is your job now. Pick one. Why do we go to him? Because it's his mitzvah. So we force him to do the Yibum or the Chalitza. Next, we learned in a Mishnah. Right? Our Mishnah said that if, there's a, if there is a Godel, the older brother is overseas. We don't wait for him. We do the Yibam or Chalitza without him. Ah, if Chalitza of a Godel is the best, why would we not wait for him to come back? And none of you guys want to do Yibam. And he's not going to do Yibam either, but at least you'll get Chalitza with the, with, with the older one. And look, we have the same point with the, uh, with the Katan. Why don't we wait till he gets older and he'll do, and he'll do maybe he'll even do Yibam? No, because once you have a mitzvah on hand, you do it. Now, we had a mission in Ksubis Samachdal Ramanalev that says, Yibum is better than Chalitza. And originally, in the olden days, they would actually have Kavon shame the mitzvah of Yibum. However, nowadays, with Yuridus Adairis, says the Mishnah, where the brother who's doing Yibum doesn't have Kavon shame mitzvah. Now we say the mitzvah of Chalitza is better than Yibum. Because without the Yibum component of this relationship, it's a Shasach. However, Rav Paskins, that we don't force the Yavam to do Chalitza. When they came to Rav with one of these cases, he said, if you want to do Chalitza, you can do Chalitza. If you want to do Yibam, you can, you have the Torah to rely on to do Yibam as well. If the brother does want to do Yibam, 
then he can. Or Yibam. Rabbi Yehuda also held that we don't force Chalitza. We have a, a, a Lashon, uh, the way Rabbi Yehuda wrote up a uh, Get Chalitza, and he he writes in that star a whole Aramaic um, play-by-play of the Chalitza. This and this person came to Bezdin, and we verified that this guy was the deceased brother. And we said, if you want to do Yibam, you could do Yibam. Ooh. If not, then you do Chalitza, you stick out, the, stick out your foot, and she takes off the shoe, and she spat. But you see that they offered him to taka do Yibam. You see, they allow, they didn't force Chalitza. Chia says, like Elmai said, and the Tyre says, you could do Yibam. When they verified the brother, there's how much verification you need to prove that this is actually the Yavam. There's Machlekes between Rav Acha and Ravina. One says that you need actual Adam. Another one says that you could even have a relative. Since it's a Giloi Milsa, you don't need a full-fledged Eidos and even a relative, even if this woman says, yeah, this, this was my brother-in-law. That's good enough to allow him to do the Yibam. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.